there welcome back to the root of all ashley if you're expecting some kind of funny intro that i normally do the tough out your shit out look uh i'm stupid and i couldn't think of anything funny today but if you really want to know something funny i can talk about my life story anyway i have my co-host adriana here today say hello adriana good evening everyone i'm officially 46 as of april 22nd i expect gifts paypal stripper grams cake and a plethora of pop tarts amongst anything else that's rated pg i'm a family man hello everyone but adriana we already did all that oh oh the alzheimer's are already kicking in oh, okay well don't don't worry friend don't worry we got we got you don't what's my worry. name again okay no, no. Well, anyway, you've probably already forgotten, but we have a guest here today, and it's actually not Jeffrey. Jeffrey did not want to participate today because he just doesn't care, and um, he hates us. He was talking smack about the listeners. He was saying he was throwing some you know, mama things and, like here and there. But instead, we have someone better. Uh, our guest today is Sarah. Hello. <laughs> Sarah. And, Hello. and Sarah. And Sarah. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. Go ahead, please. <laughs> well, um, the listeners will also know me as Miss Bradley with my show um, Cerberus. Um, and you guys have heard a lot about me on there. I, I told the majority of my life story on there, my sob story. And uh, I'm I'm happy to be here on the root of all Ashley today to have a little fun. Yeah, the root of all Ashley. There's really no game plans. We kind of start off with something, and I mean, I I'm sure you're aware that it just turns into a disaster. And Adriana <laughs> tries to keep things on track and tries to keep things mature, but it just doesn't go that way. I mean, I've listened to it, so I know. <laughs> and so. You know, we can honestly tell you already you are a much, much better third than, than Jeff. Now, I hear that Jeff had something to do with shrunken testicles or Propecia or something like that. I really didn't get the whole gist of it. I think he may have mentioned of it uh, to you, Ashley. I wasn't too sure. Well, see, he told then he told a different story because what he told me is that he bought a white van. He spray painted about free candy. And then last time I heard him was him calling me saying that he needs bail money and I heard sirens so I hope he's okay well if he sprayed it with free candy and he's got a little chode then I mean he could always have that for the free candy and that's why he's in trouble oh well, I mean I don't know. I don't know. I'm really all for the free candy and if I visit him in prison I'll be more than happy to press my breast up against the glass while just moaning his name so it's, it's fine uh, it'll be beautiful uh, oh, no, that, that was a bad picture. <laughs> no. <sighs> so, well, of course, Adriana just shared that he has gone a little bit older. Adriana, like, I mean, anything special happening happened for your birthday? Any gifts? Anything that, you know, you just want to talk about since now you're going down the hill a little bit faster now? Well, considering this is your show, um, I guess I will acquiesce and, and talk about my birthday, which I did a show on my birthday. <clears throat> you didn't listen to. Um, it was just... I did a show, actually, but now you're on my show, so we're going to talk about your birthday on my show. So this is your clever way of bringing it back on me because you don't have anything prepared, right? No, 
actually I was gonna bring up like two different types of questions just because they're random questions, so you can suck my dick. <sighs> my dick. My dick. My dick. Yeah. Okay, so my birthday. Um, I just hung out with the family and watched a movie and then I had a great time, you know, with personal wonders in my life and I had a great time with and now I'm 46 and sometimes I forget my name. So what are these two questions you want to, to ask me, to ask the group, I'm sorry. You know, just plain generic questions because with my coworker, um, at work when we get bored we do something called the question game so we just ask each other random questions and so two things to kind of pause my they're very simple easy questions but just to talk about so where we all are at in life where we work with our careers with our jobs whether it's where we want to be where we're comfortable so don't think about how much work it would take uh anything it could be unrealistic it could be real whichever it, do you have a dream job in mind that you wish you could have done or you would love to do if someone came to you and said, hey, you can do this job starting tomorrow? What would that be? Oh, well, I will let our third go first. So, Sarah, by all means. I actually have two answers to that question. Um, the first one is I always wanted to be an archaeologist. I have always, always, always loved Egypt and Egyptology and everything about Egypt. And of course, Greece and Rome, I've always loved ancient um, history. And so if someone were to come to me today and say, this is your dream job, this is what you can do, it would be an archaeologist. I would absolutely love it. Um, just finding new things. And I'm not talking like Laura Croft kind of, kind of crap. I'm talking about like legitimate archaeology. Um, it would be incredible. Like I, I want, I've always had like theories about where Atlantis was and, you know, just really interesting things And history has always really, really, um, been my kind of thing, but, um, uh, a more realistic kind of ideal is to have my own shop, like a shop, like, um, for a while, I've toyed with the idea of having like my own metaphysical slash bookshop that also had like comic books and things like that and catered to like uh, cosplayers and things of that nature. Just like this amazing hole in the wall bookshop where there's all kinds of new slash used, mostly used books. And like you can go there and congregate and have fun with other crazy people and you can talk and just be around other people and hopefully there'd be some kind of like coffee shop or tea shop or maybe boba tea shop next door or some such because I love me some boba tea. Uh, but like just if I were to have any job that I could right now and archaeology wasn't on the table, I'd want that. I'd want my own little special bookshop with its own little metaphysical area in my geeky corner too. So, okay, I was gonna let Adriana go next for okay, because I had to freak out because I'm so upset because literally it's my same answer. Archaeologist. Really? Archaeologist because ancient Egypt is my favorite <sighs> subject. I, I love, love it. it. So, so much. Like, okay, listen, I, I think, I don't know if I have your Snapchat already or not, but we're gonna have Snapchat because I have stuff in my house that I have to show you. And <gasps> Like, so ancient Egypt, definitely my number one favorite topic ever since I was a little kid. My mom has no idea how it came out to be, anything like that, but 
uh, documentaries, um, the music, uh, artwork, everything like that. When I was in school, and if I had the option to pick a world topic or anything like that, depending on this classroom, ancient Egypt, all day, every day. Always, I mummified my Barbies, okay? Yes, and paper. Yes, with toilet paper. And like their 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 bags were their canopic jars. And like I um I would be allowed because we were we were not very well off. But growing up I was sometimes allowed to go with my dad to a city and because I grew up in the teeny tiny country, my neighbors were cows. Um and we I was allowed to pick out one book and so I have two like textbooks on ancient Egypt. And one of them is ancient, like it's, it's old and cracked and everything like that. And that's what I bought. And I would pour through it constantly just reading about it. Like, oh my God, that is my jam. Oh, I have a couple books too. We have to trade a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, ancient Egypt all day, every day. And what's even more funny is I want to have my own shop too, but it's slightly different. Mine would be like, I want to have that small back alley. Uh, actually, it's kind of inspired like uh, more from when I went to Boston a few years ago. It's that small back alley. You don't notice it unless you're actually trying to find a book, little bookstore. And it's actually, it goes underground a little bit. And so people go in there, they look for books and stuff. But I want to be that crazy lady that people just assume is crazy, but I can, I, I actually fuck with your mind. I'm like, here, this book is for you. That, that, that's Curious George. It's for you. And then mysteriously disappear. <laughs> into the shadows of my bookshelves because I don't pay for my electricity and it just adds to the effect. So that would be the other job. That's my unrealistic job if I couldn't be an archaeologist. But I was just going on about this today when I was asking my coworker, hey, what would be your career? Archaeologist all day. I would love to be in Egypt all day. If someone's like, hey, you can come to Egypt for six months and you can be part of the teams that are searching for shit. I would be like, bet, quitting everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love your idea of where the bookstore would be for you. So can we like bond together and make a freaking bookstore happen? Or we can be competitive. We're not really competitive, but we have prank wars with each other. Oh, dear. Like like on the other side of the street. Yes. Okay. All right. I like this. I like this. We got to, we got to go to the bank. We got to take out a loan of like two separate loans. Uh, Adriana's going to be signer on both of them. We're going to need it. I am. (laughs) So, uh, because I know we're going to keep nerding out here, but Adriana, what what is uh, your dream (laughs) job? Is it an archaeologist too? No, actually, I wanted to uh, be a thesaurus. Um, I love using big words (laughs) to describe things. No, um, actually, uh, I mentioned this before, but I actually wanted to be a mortician at a very young age because I had a fascination with death and how, you know, corpses go to the other side and spirits and stuff like that. I was quickly dismissed when I told my mother what I wanted to be because she thought that was really morbid. And, you know, so, I mean, that, that stayed with me for many years. I've done so much things after that, but I still want to be a mortician. I, it's pretty odd, but that's something I want to do. And cross, trust me, it, it doesn't really compare to what you guys want to do. It sounds, yours sounds more exciting. Well, I'm, I was trying to cut you off here, but no wonder you want to be a mortician because, you know, you're always chatting with me and all of my dead-end jokes. <laughs> Thank you. End of the show, folks. All right. Great. Wonderful. <laughs>
No, I think being a mortician is a really cool job. Like, I actually work with a girl that worked in a mortuary, and, um, like, she, when she first got hired, we all asked her all of the questions that we had, like, do they really move? Do they still grow hair? Do they, um, like, what happens? Is it creepy? Blah, blah, blah. What are weird requests that you've had? And she told us some kind of crazy stories, like one about how apparently sometimes they just sit up. Like, they just sit up for no reason. It's like a, a nerve tick thing. And, like, sometimes they'll expel gas. So you, you like, hear noises and things when they're around. So, yeah, some very interesting things, and I think it's a really cool job to have. Um, but I always think of my girl having it in the basement or um, Sabrina, where they have the, the – where they live in the mortuary and creepy things happen. This is weird because I also had – well, a friend slash previous coworker, uh, she was also a mortician for a little while. But then she decided to go to the banking. I'm like, that's a big career jump, but okay. It's a huge career jump. She went from awesome to boring, no offense. No, none taken, because, like, dear God, do I hate working in financial institutions. Well, I mean, always figured, I always figure worse comes to worse, you know. What's the worst that can happen, you know? I mean, I got one on a table and they woke up. No, I mean, you're a mortician, you know. Nobody's going to rise up from the dead anytime soon. So it's a nice, peaceful, quiet job. You can maneuver somebody's hand to, you know, to hold your soda, stuff like that. It's, a, it's the simple things in life I love. <laughs> but, but see, what, what Sarah was talking about, about make, it makes noises and stuff because the gases are still moving or, you know, like there can be movement and stuff. And that's things I've heard about. But, okay, imagine if I'm in there, I'm the mortician, I'm new, or because I'm just stupid, so it doesn't matter how long I've been in the job, I hear a noise. And I immediately freak the fuck out because I think it's turning into a zombie. And I'm like, not today. And I start beating at that body with like a, some kind of tool, a bat that I keep on hand because you always got to keep a bat on hand. <laughs> and I start whacking the fuck out of that body. So when the detectives come in and they want the official report, I'm like, oh man, this body, it got beat the fuck up. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the husband. And they're like, but, but it, 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 they died in the hospital. Yeah, it was the, it was the husband. Or they you could hide they it. Married. You can hide it because they have like this stuff that you reconstruct bodies with. It's like um it's not a clay, it's it's kind of like a mushy clay. Um, but like you can reconstruct bodies with. So like say you beat it head in, you can always just reconstruct the head. That's what she said. Uh no, <laughs> see I have zero artistic ability. I wanna just grab the you, like whatever material that they use and it's gonna be all over the place and like they're just gonna look at me and I'm gonna look at the body and look back at them I'm like listen that's how you brought the body in here and then I'm like that is not how we brought I was like that's how you brought it in here turned into my job like you, it it does it's not even a body it's a bottle it's a bot it's a pile of clay and I'm like I don't know it's telling you man you're fired no you're fired <laughs> this is how I found this it you, this is how you do an autopsy like, who has the degree here? We did a background check. You never even went to college. You didn't go to college. <laughs> and then I jump out the window. 
So I actually have a question for the group since you've asked two questions. And I guess we'll go around, I guess we'll go around the room here. Did you really think that this will be your job that you're doing? You know, when you were younger and you were a kid and you had the imaginative life goals, looking back, did you really think that you'd be doing the, the current job that you're in right now? Sarah? Absolutely not. Um, I, I went from wanting to be a marine biologist to an archeologist, to a teacher, back to archeologist, back to teacher, back to archeologist. Um, I never would have dreamed that I would be doing what I'm doing now. Like, mind you, I love my job. I absolutely love my job. Um, it is stressful, don't get me wrong, but I need to be challenged in my, um, in my workplace. I need to be challenged in my life. And uh, it actually allows me to be challenged and to actually help other people. I work in solar. I love working in solar. Um, I work in interconnections. It's a great job, great benefits, great pay. I'm very, 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 very happy. But I never in a million years would have thought that I would be doing this. Um, although I am glad that it's something that I can truly believe in because I do believe in solar. I always have, and it helps the earth. You know, it helps the planet. Um, one house maybe doesn't have much of a difference but multiple of them do and we have hundreds of people that we have that have gotten solar so you know interesting see i love how you're saying that you love your job and meanwhile i'm over here like i hate my job no oh i hated my job for a long time <laughs> my other job Oh, my last job too or my last few jobs actually so the job i'm at currently is actually the first job i've been at since ever and I don't actually fully hate it um there's obviously jobs that come with problems um but that's you know that's everywhere so I work with a great team of people and which is rare because usually most places you have workplace drama and whatnot and that doesn't happen at my job um so but I work for a finance institution I'm, I'm a banker I don't I don't like being in financials. I don't like being a banker. I don't like this kind of career, but it's a solid career. Um, it's solid income. Uh, it just, I guess it was just a plan B kind of choice because I don't really know what I want to do in life. I'm one of people that, you know, I was a high school dropout. Um, there's a lot of issues that that's for another podcast episode, but I was a high school dropout and then I got my GED. Um, but there's no passion or direction I saw myself doing. I remember like, I don't know, I think this is my early in the marriage and I think it was my husband was talking to me like, oh, what I want to go to school for or do this and that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, like, I just don't see what I want, really want to do. At first I thought, okay, working with animals or something, but it's like there's not a lot of good paying jobs when it comes to animal careers unless you want to go to school to be a vet, but you have to start pretty low. And vet techs do not get paid that well. No, they and, don't. Yeah, they get paid like between, like in the state of Florida at least, an average between 11 to like $15. It all depends on okay. where you're getting at. Yeah, I was going um, to school for that, yeah. Yeah, it's, so, and again, archeologists, hey, that would be a cool job, but you know, there's a lot of work that could go into that and I just never even considered it. And now I wish, like, hey, if I can go back and be 18, 
like I would do it all over again. I would try to be an archaeologist. That'd be great. Or some kind of historian. But I don't really have any certain passions. I don't really, I feel like I'm a neutral person that I don't really have any specific talents. Like, you know, I can't draw, I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm just one of those people that's like, you know, the, there's the background character of a movie or a video game. I don't really play a part or a major role in anything. Like, I'm here to exist and then I will stop existing and the world will keep on moving on. And I've made no dent in history or in people's lives enough where, you know, after one generation, it, I'll be gone. So, like, so again, to answer, going back to the question is, did I see myself being where I'm at? Hell no. Um, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have even imagined I'd be working in a bank. Not at all. Um, I quit, basically, I left working for a gas station for four years, and I ended up working at a hotel. I hated that, and I quit that job. And then I was stuck for four months trying to find jobs, and I'm like, well, let me try finding a safe place for a career in banking. And I, and I was trying to find different avenues and different routes, and banking is what? hired me first and again it's safe it's a career path i it's not my passion i i would very much to not like to be in it but i don't know what else i'd be doing what else be worth it without having to go back to school for and so it's like eh, it is what it is something that you said kind of um stuck out to me there how you talked about feeling like a neutral person it's funny i'm 33 and you're slightly younger than me. Um, but what I find funny is I get that answer from so many people in our age group that they don't know what to do. Like, I felt that way too. Like, honest to God truth, like, I didn't finish college. I don't have any crazy talents. Like, I can sing, but it's not amazing like it used to be. I've been sick too much. I write some, but it's not amazing, you know, like, I, I feel like a lot of people in our age group have that same problem of, I have no idea what my talents slash, um, like, passions are, because we're that generation that was told, get good grades, go to college, you'll have a job, blah, 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 blah. And then we realized around us that that's not the truth anymore. And as we became old enough to begin our lives, everything was different from what we thought it was supposed to be. Everything was different from what we were told and taught and brought up to be, that we have no freaking idea what's going on around us and who we're supposed to be. And we all feel like NPCs in our own little lives when we should be the main character. Do you feel that? Oh, for sure, every day, and it's just, it's like there's something in my brain that I don't feel drive towards any direction. It's like, I'm one of those type of people that I build an interest, and then in like two two days later, I drop that interest. So that's why I try fun. to dissuade myself from making purchases, uh, like piece, a big PC gaming setup, because I have a lot of friends that do gaming, but I don't play video games that long. I play video games and I get obsessed with it for a while and then I stop playing it for months and I go back to it. Um, I love cooking. I've learned that I love cooking, but not enough where I'd want that to be a career. Um, but I like cooking. And uh, now am I talent talented or not? I mean, I think I'm decent enough, but I go off the inter internet recipes I've seen. I turn them into my own. 
but I've never really made a recipe off of my own creation. Then, um, again, it, I mean, video games, likes, interests, things fall off, and I feel like I'm one of those people, it's like, you know, I'm a completionist when it comes to my games, like in games, but in reality, I'm not a completionist. I wish I could be. And so I kind of kick myself with like, oh man, this is something cool I really like to do. And then like after a week, I'm like, man, now I'm bored of it and I need to find something else. So it's like I'm always hopping from one thing to another and never really finding a thing. That is called female ADHD, my dear. That's how it presents in women. I've got it too. <laughs> it's one of the main symptoms. <laughs> Damn it, Adrian. Yes. Uh, welcome back to the life. I know you've been sitting there on mute where I told you stop sitting yourself on mute. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been sitting back listening, taking it all in. When it's my turn, by all means, I shall speak. In the interim, I'm just enjoying the banter between you guys. Yeah, no, no. I call bull. No, see, Sarah, this is my issue with him is that when we have, when, like, when I have Jeffrey on or anything else and he'll, and he'll say, Oh yeah, I think that was really funny, blah, blah, blah. But he keeps himself on mute. And I think that takes out some of the authenticity of what this show is supposed to be. It's just, it is what it is kind of thing. It just goes with the flow. So when he puts himself on mute, so you can't hear his reactions to something. Either it's a deep, heavy sigh of disappointment, or it's a laugh, or it's just a noise that's not even human, depending on what his reaction is to something. And those things we need. I don't put myself on mute. And so I keep telling him, quit taking, putting yourself on mute. Get off of mute. So basically you're saying you want this podcast to be completely raw, all of the reactions and everything. Like I've been giggling through this whole thing and kind of snorting at things, you know. I will, this thing is to be raw dog so much that, I mean, by the end of it, if someone's not <laughs> pregnant, I don't, it didn't work right. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but who's going to be pregnant, man? At this point, are you gonna oh, are you gonna hold it. me? Are you gonna hold me not tight, it. Ashley? After this, are you gonna oh, hold Adrian. me? Are you gonna are you gonna coddle me after this? I mean, because I mean, at least I deserve something Make after being, you know. <laughs> so, so 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 whose turn is it? Or I don't want to interrupt. It's your turn. Okay. Well, to answer that question, absolutely not. Um, I want it to be. A, a scientist when I was a young kid and I was told you know by by many by many of my peers being a young kid grew up in Chicago and poverty and stuff like that that's something I can never be I can never be anything other than either probably a break dancer or rapper or something like that but lo and behold after accomplishing 90% of my bucket list scientists not so much but from what I'm doing right now with my job, with my life, and everything in between, I'm pretty damn happy, and I think I still have time to uh, to make a difference. And what you guys talked about earlier about just being neutral, I think I made a lot of comments before on my podcast, the previous ones, that I believe I have a uh, a goal. I be I believe I'm here for a reason. If not, you know, if you don't have a goal when you're here on Earth, you're just kind of a meat with eyes just roaming around, in my opinion. So I have a goal, and I try to set little goals for myself every single day. So when my number is finally called, you know, I can die in peace knowing that I accomplished at least 90% of the things I wanted to do. Now, don't stop talking about being neutral. I have goals in life. I have a bucket list. I have all that jazz. 
but that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't just feel like an NPC. Like there are days that I just feel like, like I'm not the main character in this story sometimes. And it's the oddest feeling, but I hear it from so many people in my age group. Like I, I talk to people that are around about my age, give or take. And it's, absolutely terrifying how many people are like yeah no I have no idea who I want to be when I grow up and I'm like well I'm apparently grown up but you know who do I want to be when I grow up you know and I have goals I have probably five main goals in my life of what I want to accomplish and I'm making my way there and I have a very long bucket list, many of the things on which are not PG or PG-13 even. Um, but there's a lot of travel on there and things like that. And I just want to do and see so much. But, like, there's still that feeling, you know? Like, still that feeling of sometimes I just feel like I'm just a neutral bystander person, you know? Oh, wait, now I'm curious, though. I want to know what that bucket list is that you said it's not very PG. I want to know it now. I mean, I have a lot on there. It's long. Well, sure, sure, some, for example. I mean, like, okay. 30, 20. Um, well, being an orgy. Um, visit, I want to see Stonehenge. I want to go to Egypt and see the pyramids. And really, I want to see all of Egypt. I want to go to Abu Simbel. I want to go to Memphis. I want to see all of Egypt. I want to go to Italy and uh, go to Rome. And I want to see all the stuff there. I want to see, um, I want to go to Greece. Um, I want to, <sighs> okay, the PG, not so PG, not so PG-13 things. Um, I want to have sex under the open sky and the stars. Um, I lost my <laughs> TMI probably, but I lost my virginity in a forest. So like I have not had outside outdoors sex like that since. And I was 17. So like lots of like sex positions, things like that, things that I want to try. Um, things that I want to do, things that would be fun. Um, I want to go back to Virginia and have my favorite apple cider again. I want to visit my friend that I've had for, God, I've known him for 20 years now, 21 years, 21 years um, in Canada. I want to go meet, like, see him. I want to, did I say Stonehenge? I want to go to Germany. I want to see all the different places that my ancestry comes from. Like there's just, there's a lot on my bucket list. It's long, you know, like roll around in a pile of puppies, pet a baby, large animal, like, like a big cat. Could be a lion, a cheetah, something. I just want to hug a giant baby big cat. Tiger. I don't care. Not like Tiger King. So, part of, what was the, that bucket list? But the, 
not the not PG ones, but the <laughs> the travel ones definitely. Like number one, my bucket list all day is obviously Egypt. It's like going to Cairo and absolutely, it's to, to see the pyramids. I want to see the. I want to be able to explore everything I can see there. Um, and I've told my husband so many times, and I, he's not. He has no intention of ever going like that. That's the one place I ever want to go to. Like I would be comp- completely fine if you put me in there for two weeks to let me do everything I, it is I want to do and then it's like okay you can no longer travel ever again I'm like you know what that's fair I would be fine <laughs> with that but I would explore like I would like to go you know traveling across Europe I want to go see Switzerland both in the winter and in the summer uh, I want to see the northern lights there's a lot of places travel wise I really want to go to uh, as sad as thing is, like maybe I probably won't get to see all these places, but ancient, um, not ancient Egypt, but Egypt is definitely like the number one on my list. Um, what, what was I gonna say? So, my husband and I will be married like this year in September, we'll be married for eight. My goal is when we're married for 10 years, um, like hopefully I have money saved up by then. I want us to go do something for like two weeks, like we, him and I go travel somewhere, and you know, I was thinking about Europe, like, I, I've had friends that in the past, they saved all this money and they went to Europe for two weeks, they pretty much did like this whole thing set up, where they flew to London, they were in London for two days, and then every day, they hopped on a train, and they were in a different part of Europe, like different countries, because all these countries are actually relatively small, and it's like hopping from mm-hmm. state to state here. So every day they're in a different country and they're exploring towns, and by the end of the trip, they flew out of Berlin and you know they went back home and ever since they did that that's something i'm like that would be a really cool like two week like thing for us to do for our anniversary i want us to do something uh it doesn't necessarily have to be europe but you know go to italy go to switzerland just do something for like and just go somewhere for two weeks i would like to do that i mean this last year we went to belize that was my first time ever doing something international and i loved it belize is gorgeous Oh yeah, I oh I loved it. I would love to go back it. And uh, the next next year, uh, not this year, but next year, our friends are going to Thailand for a few weeks, and they invite us to go. So we can't. We're not necessarily going to go for a few weeks, but we we talked about it a little bit because uh, every year my husband goes to his country to to see his family, and he he's usually gone for three weeks. So we kind of talked about it. Like uh, it's a rough idea, but we go to his country first or we go to thailand first so basically we spend like four or five days in thailand and then we go to his country or vice versa and make it work that way so hopefully next year both jordan and thailand is on my list of where i could travel to but every year there's always something that pops up uh, why i can't go to my husband's country and even this year i'm not going and i'm very upset about that it's like i changed jobs and i don't have the time to go, I would have probably had the time saved up by this fall when I could go, but unfortunately his vacation time doesn't carry over. So it's just not gonna work and I'm gonna be very alone for three weeks. And I'm gonna be upset. And I'm gonna need you, Sarah, and to keep me company and we can we we can have marathons and ancient Egypt documentaries. Oh my god. That's gonna be so much fun. Wait, wait, hold on. Ancient aliens? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. In June. It's going to be in June. Ah! Um, okay. 
Folks, I have no idea how long we've been recording. Adriana asked his question. Sarah, do you have a question that you want to bring into this podcast? I had not thought that far, but I do have a comment to make about you wanting to see the Northern Lights. Um, Did you know that the Northern Lights are able to be seen every, is it five years, eight years, something like that, as far down as Georgia? I saw them when I was living in, mind you, I was very young, but I saw them once while I was living in Texas. I lived in north central Texas, almost Oklahoma. So you can see them down that far. Um, If all of the um, factors are correct, so like it has to be a clear night, no clouds in the sky, it has to be warm enough and everything like that, but they do stretch down so if you just travel a little further up and it's the right time of the cycle and the right time of year and the right temperature and everything, you can see them. And they're gorgeous. They're incredible. When I saw them, I remember being kind of scared at first, but mesmerized. Just absolutely beautiful. And I asked my mom what they were and she told me what it was. Um, she called it the Aurora Borealis. And I mean, that's technically what it's called. Um, but uh, it does sometimes go that low, so you could always just take a trip a little bit further up if you aren't able to travel all the way to like Alaska or Canada or what have you. Um, at some point, if you're able to see where it's at in that cycle, you might be able to travel somewhere closer to see it. Wait, like that's really awesome. And, but I don't know, I feel like, because as you said, it has to be completely perfect, like all these different variables to fall into place to be able to see them. For me, I feel like if, because I go to Georgia to visit uh, my brother and his family up there, but I feel like if I put that much effort into traveling to another state to hopefully get a glimpse of the Northern Lights, I'd rather put that money into going to Alaska or going to um, Nor- oh, Norway is another place. I would rather oh. go to the warmer countries and where I know I'll get to see them and I get to do all this other stuff. So that's true. Like, mm-hmm. That is true. You know, like go to Norway, see all the things. Because the thing with Georgia is light pollution. Mm-hmm. I lived in a country where I lived, there there wasn't much around. There's literally three hundred some odd people there. Like not thousand, three hundred seventy-four people the last time I checked. And that was there were fewer people when I lived there, you know? Like, light pollution is a problem. Here in Florida, it's so hard for me. Like, I haven't seen all the stars like I used to be able to see when I was a little girl. And, like, the light pollution here is unreal. Even driving home from Coco, I would be driving, and yeah, you can see some stars while you're on um, 520, heading towards Orlando. But you can also see Orlando in the distance because the light. You can see Coco in the distance because the light. You know, you can't see as much. Like, I used to be able to see the daggone Milky Way, you know? So, yeah, I agree with light pollution, but I feel like one of the best places is definitely rural parts of Florida where it's very rare. But, like, if you go South Florida, like Okeechobee area, it's easier down that way. Or, so, this was like probably 10-ish years ago, but I was I was in Lakeland, I was staying the night with a friend uh, because we are going to Georgia the next day. But that night, I was outside and I was on the phone. And 
this is so far out um, in Lakeland's like country-ish area that you're far enough from the major cities that I could see so many stars in the sky and it's probably more stars I've seen in the sky in most of my lifetime. Um, and then of course there's parts of northern Florida um, like along like around Lake City like but you're going a little bit west of Lake City and you're going through these rural parts and you're not really necessarily near cities where you're getting affected so up there because when i've come back from georgia in the middle of the night before i pulled over off the side of the road and i looked up and like it was just beautiful and i it's and i agree with you because i love to see the stars it's like kind of like an inner peace for me yeah. and i really want to buy a telescope but so i agree with you there uh, but yeah with the northern lights that's I, I just want to go. I see all these pictures. I see all these travel things. And what was it? I think it's Norway. I know Greenland. Uh, like, there, it's these places that are very cheap to travel to. I have to go. I need to go. Oh my yeah. God. You know, I just want to travel. I, I have a passport. I just need stamps on my passport. I don't know why. My, my only stamp I have on there is for Belize. I finally have a stamp on it. I'm happy. I went on cruises to the places that I've been, and so I didn't have to have my passport. I got my passport because I was supposed to go to Jamaica for a anniversary with the person I'm no longer with. Um, so that's how I ended up getting a passport, but I went on a cruise, and I went to Cozumel. I love Cozumel, Mexico. Absolutely love it there. It is very touristy, but it's beautiful. There's so much to do. Um, we ended up in Belize, absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. It's so sad how poor the people are there, and I feel really bad, but it's beautiful there. Um, I've been to, um, where was it? Uh, Costa Maya in Mexico, and I've been to the Bahamas. All of that was from cruises, and I loved it. I loved every second. I love cruising, but with COVID and with my health not being amazing, like it's just not a feasible thing for me anymore. Like I need to cover my lungs before I can travel at all. But uh, like I just the idea of cruising, being stuck on a boat with thousands of people that you don't know, and you don't know if any of them have freaking COVID you know oh yeah no i get it um trust me I, i'm someone that got hit with covid really hard last year it almost killed me so i completely understand how you feel and i got covid again in january girl um, i've had it three times now yeah it, i just i'm over it i'm so paranoid about getting it again like the first time yeah. i almost killed me the second time was not bad at all but i don't want it anymore i will probably lose my shit and go yeet into oncoming traffic if i catch it again and <laughs> So, so I've only ever been on a cruise once, and I was like, a t and I was like 14. So I don't have much memories of it, and I wasn't able to drink. So that's a whole other issue. Oh but, no, you got to drink on a cruise. That's part of the fun. Man, I know. That's what I want to do, and then I'll be the idiot that wants to jump off the damn cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> they make sure that you can't get close enough to the side to jump off. They underestimate my power. I mean, that's true. Yes. If anyone could do it, it would be you. But I would say I would do a running jump, a running start, but I don't do much running. 
and they'll, if I'm running, you best be running too, because that means there's danger behind me, or free food, or sexy men in front of me. See, what it, this is where, this is my thing here about running, where you just said, because um, there's something dangerous behind me. Listen, I be fat. I, I run out of breath quickly. What is running going to do for it? Because whatever is dangerous, I know I can't outrun it. It's going to get me. I might as well die with a little bit of dignity and be like, you know what? Just fucking do it. Um, <laughs> food. If I'm running to food, listen, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, it has to be some very, like, damn good food. But I can't see myself because when I get there, I'm going to be out of breath. And then I can't inhale all the food because I'll be too busy breathing. And then that's how you get really bad hiccups. Three. You're right. Really You're right. Hot really hot dudes you're you're running towards them guess what by the time i get to them i'm out of i'm out of breath uh you know i i can't really talk i'm probably close to having a stroke and i only want to be like that for the aftermath not running to them <laughs> you know you're right i should have been that danger behind me only danger behind me because i will try to run i i know that i'm fat i know that i'm round and i do understand that i am going to be eaten first by the dinosaurs but i'm still going to try and run i'm still going to try well i mean in most horror movies you know the black guy dies first so i'm pretty much a goner right off the bat yeah so if we have adrian with us we have a chance oh wait and if we have jeffrey too we have at least five more minutes of movie time at least five more minutes but here's the thing the one having sex usually dies before the black guy, so typically speaking, I'm dead first. Cause, I mean, excuse me, I'm a nymphomaniac. What the hell? I mean, ditto. So, okay, both of us die first. But see, listen, you were talking about an orgy. What happens if at this moment when we have a killer or a zombie attack, you're in the middle of an orgy? Now, how far are you into that orgy that your chances of survival might happen because you have other people before you? So the, you start seeing people being attacked and eaten. You're in the middle of this orgy. You can make an exit while other people, that wall of people that are there, are getting eaten and killed. Can I roll to seduce the killer? Damn it, I don't have dice on me, but yes. <laughs> like, that's my thing, is like, in horror movies, I'm always like, I wonder if you could just seduce them out of it. I mean, some of them, yes, but some of them, no. Like, uh, Michael Myers, no. Um, Freddy, no. He'd just kill you and do horrible things to you after. And plus, if you're older than, like, 13, you're too old for him. Um, Jason, no. Um, but most of them, no. You really can't. Exactly. So, yeah. so that's what I mean, is you're trying to rule to seduce, and I just don't think it's going to work out for you. It's not going to. Not, not unless I am a bard. Um, which... I, I, I don't know, but uh, I've never actually played d, d I just love the idea of doing so. Um, Same thing for me. I would love to be, I would normally choose to be a rogue because that's the type of character I usually play in like my games like Skyrim or Morrowind, but like I love the idea of being a bard because you can seduce everything. Um, so and I identify, so like I took a D&D test and we were talking about this on the last show and we were supposed to talk about our results, but I came, I did the D&D test, and it's like 140 questions, which, Jesus. But, oh, shit. Yeah, I came out to be like a human, like a neutral human rogue warrior or something like that. And nice. I get like the description they did of it. Okay, I can relate to it, be a rogue warrior, but 
a lot of people, and even myself, I guess I identify more as the barbarian type. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have totally two friends. Or, I'm sorry, scratch that. I have like four friends that play D and D, and they've talked to me about. It. I'm like, listen, I just don't have that kind of commitment. I have no idea how to do D and D. I love the idea of it. Which, by the way, if you like the idea of, have you seen Vox Machina? No, I have not. Okay, Amazon Prime or Prime Video. It's free. You don't have to. You don't have to rent the show or buy the show. It's called um, a Critical Role Vox Machina. It's on Prime. It's one season. It's like fourteen episodes. And Jesus, and do I love that show? Have you seen Castlevania? Two episodes. Okay. So basically, the art style is kind of similar to it. Not so much anime like that stuff, but like it's kind of similar. It's it's an animated like adults show. But nice. it's so good. It has the right amount of balance of humor, our sense of humor, and mm-hmm. like of action. And like, it's just, it's such a good show. I binge watched it in like a day. Oh, oh shit. I'm going to have to. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch it. Uh, Adriana, are you okay there? You've been, you've been a little quiet. I know you're over there in the land of mute. No, I'm still here. I'm taking it all in. I'm just patiently waiting for my turn. But in the interim, once again, I'm entertained by you guys going back and forth. I am truly loving the bond that you guys have. <laughs> well, it's your turn. Talk. Arf. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys, are, you guys are in the middle of a conversation, so I didn't want to interfere too much. And... <laughs> Well, I mean, I really don't have too much to say about this topic because I've never seen any of these shows, so I don't even want to pretend to even know a fourth of what you guys are talking about. But please continue. No, because why would you? You haven't even watched fucking Harry Potter. (sighs) He watches anime, though. Well, I've never seen Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or anything of of that sort. (gasps) Okay, name the show. I need a list of the movies you have not seen. Oh, that's we're gonna be here all night, Sarah. I mean, he he watched some of the Star Wars without me, but he watched some of the Star Wars. Okay, he did it without you there to uh, uh, without you there to threaten and kill him, just like me. Uh, oh, good, good. So he's able to watch things by himself. Good, good to know. Now watch so Harry Potter. In, we need to get him into Harry Potter. He needs to watch Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit. What else? Wait, wait, wait hold on. I'm going to switch this over because I'm just assuming that he's watched nothing good ever. Um, but now, anime. Have you seen Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood? <gasps> My favorite! Okay, Adriana. I know what Fullmetal Alchemist is, but I've never seen it. I have seen... Oh my god, oh my god. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. This is this is part of the conversation why I, where I politely bow out and I'll listen to you no, guys talk no, about you it. Get back here. No, 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 you get no, back no, here. No, I will go, go to hell and drag you back to this conversation. Okay, sir. fine. I'm here. You need to be part of this because you need to watch this. Holy mother, do you need to watch this? It's so good. How oh my god, he so... watches anime, but he hasn't watched Brotherhood. That's like the staple watches... of anime. No, he watches old anime, like the older stuff, like, really good stuff, like, but old. Which is which is fine because you know he. You know, given his age and growing down the hill, I understand that. But it's Brotherhood. That's like, it's not an older anime, but it's been around for a goddamn long enough time. And I'm still not over Neen Xander. <sighs> oh no, we're, we're not spoiling that, but 
Oh, man, am I am I upset? Like first Star oh. Wars, we got we got Adrian on Star Wars now. We got work on Harry Potter. We got work on Lord of the Rings. Now we have to do Brotherhood. There's like like oh, I gotta do all this all okay. before all the we start kicking in for him. Do we have him watch Full Metal Alchemist and then Brotherhood because that's how I watched it? Or do we just have him watch Brotherhood? Because you gotta watch Full Metal Alchemist to understand why Brotherhood is so much better. No, no, no. We make him watch Brotherhood first. uh, Because we don't want him to watch Full Metal Alchemist. And it's just like, okay, it's fine. But then we have to make him kind of start from the beginning and watch Brotherhood. No, I just rather we cut to the chase, watch his Brotherhood. And then he's going to be in love with it. He's going to love it. And he's like, you know what? Let me watch Full Metal Alchemist now. And then he's going to realize, like, this play- this thing is garbage, and I need to rewatch Brotherhood again to erase this memory. completely garbage. There's oh. something better good in there. It completely... That Basically, that entire show was just a filler of the actual manga. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Brotherhood is where it's at. Brotherhood is the pinnacle of all that is good in anime life. Yes. In my opinion. Yes, so Adriana, that's like a whole other thing that you need to write down on your note on the fridge of another show you need to watch. I think the list is growing, but I will definitely add that on there. But I do it have a, growing. I do have a question for you, ladies. You know, um, as we wind down the show here. Now, <laughs> trying to think of something entertaining because I really can't compete with what you guys are talking about earlier. <laughs> If you had your choice right now at this very moment, what would you be? What would your career choice be at this very moment? Sarah? Archaeologist! Archaeologist! <laughs> 100%! We just went over this. Where were you? I was here. I just threw out a random question. Archaeologist, 1000%. Take me to Egypt. Let me go. Egypt! 100%. Actually, I can do it now, or I can do it in Victorian times and stop the fucking assholes that ate the mummies back then. Yeah, for real. Right? Jerks. Stop eating the damn mummies. Freaking Victorian. It's not the good kind of... It's not exotic beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) They thought it cured all kinds of things, from headaches to, like, um, anything. They literally thought that... Mummy powder would cure everything, and I'm just like, you're eating dead people. Well, I mean, well, considering later, considering later on, you know, they use leeches for, you know, like for therapy also. Oh, they've used that since the dawn of time, and leeches did sometimes help for people that had like blood clots because the um, saliva of a leech opens up the bloodstream and doesn't allow it to to clot. So it did help some people, and so because some people felt better after like blood clots and such like that and some people of course you get that nice lightheaded feeling when you lose blood and they associated that with health that's why leeches were such a large part of um ancient medicinal use like they used them in ancient egypt and ancient egypt had very 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 um advanced medical ideals for the time um, but they used them all through the Dark Ages and everything like that, too, because of that reason, because they got that lightheaded feeling and they thought that they felt better. Sorry, didn't mean to go on a... Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I appreciate this, because, like, um... what's, like, not the same thing, but, yeah, with leeches and stuff. And then I'm thinking, Europe doesn't exactly have the best track record when it comes to what they think is right. 
um, considering the history of medieval times, uh, for example. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I just, so much, you, how, hmm, this is why I hate humans, and humans are so freaking stupid. If we become a zombie apocalypse, and apocalypse, bleh, um, my role, because people like to think, oh, this will be my role. If I survive the apocalypse, this human, I'm gonna be a doctor, I'm gonna be a nurse, I'm gonna be a hunter. I will be a hunter, but I will not be a hunter for food. I will be a hunter to end humans, because humans are stupid, and they repeat history because no one lives long enough to see history happen in person, so they keep repeating it. So why would this history, this planet, that's already doomed to apocalypse, and unfortunately some cockroaches still manage to survive. I will be the psychopath that goes on a hunting spree and people like, people are like, oh no, it's another survivor. We must help them. And I'm like, yes, help me please. And then I kill them all and then I move on to the next group. <laughs> that's awesome. This is why I don't visit you. Just, just, just throwing it out there kill you now technology is like too too advanced and i'm not smart enough i mean there are ways that you can get rid of body but listen the chances are too high for me to get caught and this is why i envy serial killers from 100 years ago because they didn't get caught back then that wasn't the technology all you I mean, need what? a bunch of very hungry pigs so there's that or you know so they're like because listen south florida or any like generic lake like off the side of a highway that you know because all i can think is like how many cars get or you know because people you see someone on the side of the road caution lights you keep driving because it's not your business you don't care you want to go where you're going how many people have caution lights and they're walking to the woods and maybe they're have used the bathroom but they're actually taking a dead body whoever actually checks those woods how many dead bodies are actually off the interstates in these woods like probably not even 15 feet away but besides that you're going to like any lakes in Florida were alligators and they're gonna consume dead bodies then the rotting. So Okeechobee, for sure, all day every day. Now let's say you don't have time to get there and you choose just a local body of water. Now bodies float because the gas is built up, but not if you slice the, the body open diagonally across like from the shoulder to the hip and you have that big huge open so that way the gases don't build up and the body doesn't float. It sinks and it stays sunk until the parasites and the alligators and all these other things eat body. So there's that too. Or hear me out here. Um, you don't move the body at all. If you go to a location and you know you're going to kill this person, one, wear a wig, have your hair up in a cap because you don't want your hair and DNA left all over the place. Two, wear different size shoes. Either yep. wear a size bigger or a size smaller. Preferably a size smaller because your feet impression is still going to make it. So it's easier to have a size smaller. And you throw it in a dumpster you've never been near before. Um, and then on top of this, if you're feeling full enough, you take a shower in that place in that person's shower there because all the evidence literally gets washed off of you. And then the body is there. You leave. You're not leaving an ATNA. You're not leaving your own personal foot and shoe track and you're not bringing any evidence to your vehicle and then you can just leave. And for legal purposes, I've never considered any of these options and if something ever happens to my husband, I didn't do it. <laughs> Should I be concerned? Should I really be concerned? No. All no. women know how to kill and hide bodies. We know how to get blood out of things very well from the time that we're young. Yes, so we're trained in that. We are very well trained. And all women have the propensity, nay, the urge and desire 
to kill. It's just part of our DNA. We just mm-hmm. don't because it's mildly illegal. And that's why we turn to resort to drugs, therapy, or alcohol. And that's why we like crime shows so much, is we just like to watch the people that did. And we're like, you go, girl. We watch Snapped, and we're like, I get you. You go. You know something? Going back to the horror movies and about Adrian dying first. So listen, (laughs) we're we're scratching the seducing part. What if we lecture the killer? So not seducing, because that's not going to work. But we're like, hey, dude, have you considered doing it this way? I mean, you're doing this way, but think about it. I mean, you're getting older. Are your ligaments hurting? Or is the arthritis setting in? Let me show you some other clever solutions of how you can get rid of horny teenagers and or a black guy. Hence, Adrian. I mean, what you just did to his body right there, that was gnarly. A little overexertive, but you got the job done. Let me tell you how you can improve for the next person that comes along in this house. You know, that might work. We could be consultants for serial killers. We could. That is a business besides our little shops. I mean, that's why your shop is a little bit further down the alley and kind of in the dark. Yeah, so, so like, I'll be, like, with my big, huge trench coats during, like, you know, off hours. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, hey, I'll open my trench coat and you're going to have these little pamphlets and flyers about how to get rid of bodies and, like, you know, the perfect weapon for the perfect crime. And I'm like, hey, hey, want to kill? So as the show is winding down, I'd like to send a special thank you to Ashley Majestic for plotting my death and for, you know, for, uh, you know, for Miss Bradley, Sarah, for once again plotting along with her. I feel so much better about the future of the Walker AC experience. If you're going to bury a body, make sure you plant endangered species on top of it. That way they can have to get up. Or on top of this, you don't lay, you don't plant them like where they're you know laying down. You have to dig deeper and where it's their feet downwards and their head up, because then you only have that small little space, so that's even less room for the dog to smell. You're completely right. Mm-hmm. But again, endangered species. Endangered species. Oh, now that Adrian's terrified. <sighs> of course. As the show winds down here, interesting. It's been a very interesting show to say the least. Before we wrap it up, Sarah Briss featuring Miss Bradley, where can they find you if they want to contact you? And do you have anything coming up soon for, for the audience? Well, I am going to be coming back to recording now that I'm feeling a little bit better again, because I just keep getting sick. Um, I am on Twitter at Cerberus Magic, and you can occasionally find me on um, TikTok, but I'm not often enough, and I need to actually, you know, get on that whole Instagram thing, because I don't really know how it works, um, but now I'm on Discord, so I gotta figure out how that works, too, so, help? <laughs> so, yes, you need to do Discord, especially Instagram, because Instagram is where I'm mostly active on, uh, I mean, and I have Snapchat too, but and TikTok. But I only know my Instagram. I need to learn how to use TikTok. I know I'm sounding much older than I actually am. Um, you know, the TikTok and the Insta and the Discord and all that. I got to figure out how to use them. So um, I just I want to start taking videos and like posting them of like 
things that I do, rituals if I do it, or where I buy my amazing candles, my dollar candles, because hint, hint, most of my um, witchy supplies are bargain because I am very much a bargain shopper. So, like, I, I, I really want to start branching out. But right now, I have lots of Twitter followers, and I would like more if anyone wants to come and, like, join me for my weird little things that I post. And Ashley, where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady, as always. Um, you know, even though I said Snapchat and Instagram, you will not find me on them. Uh, because I only, well, you could follow me, but I only have like one video and it's like very sad. I really only use TikTok just to watch funny stuff or things because it goes off an algorithm. And I prefer to like watching cooking stuff and like funny things and just informative stuff. And then I share anything that's relatable to friends. Like I share the videos to them and we'll laugh and like, haha, that's totally you. Or, you know, Ashley, uh, how did you get my phone number? And, you know, things like that. Uh, but yeah, Majestic Nerd Lady at Instagram. Uh, that's the only place you're gonna find me, nowhere else. And uh, so apparently I have homework where Adriana needs to watch things and Sarah needs to get on the social medias. Yes, I need help with that, so yes. Especially like Snapchat and Instagram, where I primarily am at. Well, I I keep downloading Snapchat and then deleting it and downloading it and deleting it. And because I just don't talk to that many people. So if you start Snapchatting me, I will get Snapchat back. Okay. Well, you got to get it back for me to start Snapchatting then. Okie doke. (laughs) All right then. Uh, and of course, you can find me on, of course, all the various free platforms with the Walker AC experience. Of course, walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. Find me on the Twitter because I'm old under uh, walkeracexperience76. Tweet me, I'll tweet you back. And everything in between, it's a new day in Castle Walker with all new shows and everything of the like. So I like to thank. Miss Bradley, Sarah, for joining us today on the Root of All Ashley. And, of course, the host, the host with the most and everything in between. The best with the breast. I was not going to say that. And thank you, Ashley, as well. (laughs) So as we wrap up, the floor is all yours. Anything you guys would like to end the show with, by all means, Miss Bradley, you first. Um, Just a disclaimer that I have not killed anyone um, in my lifetime, nor do I plan to at the moment. Um, if anyone near me goes dead or missing, it was not me. I am an innocent little angel. So, just putting that out there. <laughs> I, I do not make such claims. Uh, I will just simply say uh, everything that we talked about for legal purposes is just for shits and giggles. Um, yes, no for shits and giggles. Clap. And uh, if if this ever goes into court one day, and I will just keep screaming hearsay. (laughs) This is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. Exactly. And everything that we said and talked about as a joke, um, please don't listen to what we did. Uh, um, Don't don't listen to us because we're idiots. Um, (laughs) We're like, hey, this podcast, they told me to do this. Like, no, we did not tell you to do this. No, I did not tell you to kill nobody. I did not tell you to chop them up in small pieces and feed them to pigs that are very hungry because they eat everything. 
Um, I did not tell you to plant them underneath endangered species of flowers. Like, I did not tell you that. Um, I'm simply saying for joking matters that if I were to kill somebody, which I'm not going to, um, that's how we would get rid of the body. Yes, the no. the views of the Root of All Ashley does not reflect the views of the Walker AC Experience, its affiliates, its associate, whatsoever. This is all satire <laughs> and humor. What are you saying? You told us that you gave us the script today. <laughs> I put it in your spam folder. I put the other script in your spam folder. I gotta get it right here. Yep. The uh, killing script was supposed to be spam. The script about uh, puppies and kittens went needs to go in the actual folder yeah we'll definitely get that right next time so before we sign off and i give a deep sigh i love it because i know it's coming <sighs> go ahead out with it okay well i mean tell, dial back the excitement i mean geez you gotta give me space so what's a vampire's favorite ship <laughs> what? A blood vessel. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs>